This episode is sponsored by Coastal Glow Box, the ultimate self-care boxes full of luxury products from Australian small businesses delivered right to your door. Welcome to the Emrose Collective, the ultimate guide to creating your dream life, business and relationships using modern personal development tools and manifestation techniques. In today's episode, I have some brain facts that are going to blow your mind and they are going to change the way that you live your life. They are facts that I have been learning in the course that I'm doing at the moment and I just needed to share them with you guys. I am so obsessed with everything brain-related, everything that goes on scientifically in your brain. So I hope you guys love these facts and can actually see how they're going to absolutely change your life. But first, hello, how are you all going? Thank you for joining me today. I am grateful to have you here as always. It's been a while since I last checked in because last week's episode was with a guest. So I didn't really get a chance to give you an update. But I firstly just want to apologize in advance if I do sound a little bit flat. My brain is a little bit foggy this morning. I have had a terrible night's sleep. I actually had my second and final COVID vax yesterday and I got AstraZeneca and I did have side effects on the first one. And people say that, you know, AstraZeneca is worse on the first one and you don't really get side effects on the second one. But I can tell you those people are big fat liars. (laughs) My God, last night was probably one of the worst nights of my life. I really struggled. I just woke up in like a pool of sweat, but I was freezing. It was like I'd gone to bed with wet hair. That's how wet my hair was. Like it was damp and my head, I just couldn't lift my head off the pillow. This was at like three o'clock this morning. I couldn't lift my head off the pillow my brain felt like it was going to explode out of my temples. I felt like I was talking to someone this morning about the the feeling that I had and it felt like I was bleeding out of my eyes and my ears and my temples. Like it was just (laughs) the worst feeling ever. So I managed to get myself up and get a Nurofen and some water at three o'clock this morning. And I'm not feeling great still, but I'm functioning. So I just thought I'd get up, do the podcast episode this morning, and then I've got a couple of Zoom meetings this afternoon. But other than that, I'm taking it really easy. But, yeah, uh, I wasn't expecting (laughs) to feel crappy after the second one because everyone told me the second one was fine. But, anyway, no regrets. I can have picnics with four friends now and it's just one step closer to our freedom. So I'm very excited about that. I was very excited to get the second vax and do my part. Other than that, um, standard lockdown stuff. I mean, nothing really exciting to report. I have had a really challenging week the last week. Uh, Mercury has been in retrograde, so that hasn't helped. (laughs) Not that I really know too much about that stuff, but I'm just going to blame it on Mercury being in retrograde. Um, (laughs) It's been a tough week, but I think everyone is experiencing some of those lately. So it's just about consuming, watching what you consume and watching what you're surrounding yourself with and the opinions you're surrounding yourself with. And it's just, it all just is 
mentally and energetically a lot at the moment. And I am sure lots of you can relate to that as well. I'm trying to be really kind on myself. You know, there's some days where, you know, I put so much pressure on myself to make sure that I do things like upload a TikTok every day or prepare my week in advance or, you know, make sure that I'm, I've got a massive list every single day. And I think that's part of the reason why I was so overwhelmed because I was making sure that I was keeping busy instead of just embracing the way I was feeling and embracing what was going on around me. So yes, I've been very careful with the things that I have been consuming and I definitely recommend to do the same. Um, I've been very careful with, you know, making sure that I put my phone down at a certain time at night and making sure that I'm not picking up my phone as soon as I wake up. That's a habit that I've unfortunately gotten back into. So I'm really trying not to do that at the moment. And just really taking the time to, you know, when I do have my daily walk, not go on my phone, you know, do a do a walk where I'm just breathing. I'm just breathing in fresh air and I might be listening to a walking meditation or a podcast or whatever I feel like and just making sure that I'm in the moment in everything that I do. So, yeah, it hasn't been a great week, but that's okay because we've all got a lot going on at the moment. <laughs> I have been absolutely loving my course though. I just, it's, it's a course where modules are released kind of on a timeline and I finish the module and I'm just kind of sitting around just waiting for the next one because I'm just loving it so much. The part that we're in at the moment is verily, verily, very science-based, very brain-based, um, very focused on the science in your subconscious and how it works in your mind. So you guys know I love that stuff, hence this episode. I'm just so excited about it. So yeah, I've been loving that course um, and it has really inspired me to make some changes in the way that I want to do my course, in the way that I want to launch my course. Um, You know, a few episodes ago, I spoke to you guys about what I was going to do. And initially the plan was that I was going to do kind of like little courses, right? So I was going to do one on business, attracting clients, money, just little mini courses on different things. But I've decided what I really want to do is have one course and it's it's just basically my course and it's going to be longer. So it's going to be like 12, 16, 20 weeks long. And it's going to be everything that you need to know. So everything, science, everything, energy, everything, inner work. Um, And it's just going to be one course that maybe I do two or three rounds of every year. And once you're in the course, you can then, you're then, you know, you're an alumni. So you have access to the course for life, any updates to the course you have. And that's how I want to do it. Just one course, not to overcomplicate it. You know, I find that there are coaches out there that do courses, the little mini courses. And to be perfectly honest with you, I just do not have the time to do that. And that's where there has been such a delay in in releasing this. You know, I, I get messages every single week asking me to do some kind of program, mentorship, one-on-one mentorship. So, Um, that's why it's because I, this isn't my only business. This isn't my only thing. This is kind of my, I have my business and I use my business to 
feed into this business to give experience and give you field experience, right? Everything that I'm learning there and everything that I'm implementing into my life and my business on my own, on the on my life, my side is what I feed into this for you guys. So I think that's the way I'm going to do it is just have one big course. We take we do intakes. So, you know, we do rounds in the year and you can do it as many times as you want. You can redo the the rounds as many times as you want. So it might take me a little bit longer to actually launch it because I do want to make sure that it is amazing and covers everything that you need to know. So um, bear with me. I promise it will happen soon. And then I will take on some one-on-one clients as well. Um, You know, I'll have a cap of with my capacity, what I can take on. So yeah, that's exciting. I'm really excited to do that. And really the only reason that I want to do that is because I just don't find that I can get enough information through to you guys just via podcast, just via posts on Instagram. Like I just, I don't have that capacity to get through everything that I need to get through. And I think the way that I give the information now is great, but it's all scattered. And the way that I want to teach you guys is from start to finish, where to begin, what you need to know, what is it, you know, how does it work scientifically, how can you improve your life from from beginning to end basically. So that's why I want to do a course. (laughs) But, yeah, other than that, really nothing to report on. I am sure half of you (laughs) are in the same boat. (laughs) Think The weeks are the same at the moment, so whatever. But anyway, let's get into the episode. So I have some, I think I have five facts for you today about the brain. And basically these facts, they are scientific facts. And I find that they not only help the skeptics understand how you can genuinely create your dream reality and create the reality around you to be whatever you want. It helps the skeptics who want to focus on science, which is like me, (laughs) which is basically me. Um, But it also gives you an understanding of why you are doing certain things. So, you know, when I tell you to visualize, when I tell you to script, when I tell you to do affirmations, this is all the science behind why you do those things. So I find personally that when when I understand what is going on, when I understand why I think certain things and why I do certain things. It just makes me really able to implement what I'm trying to do properly. It really makes me acknowledge what I'm doing properly. So fact number one, I'm positive I've spoken about this before, but it's just my favorite thing in the whole world. I find it so comforting. (laughs) But fact number one is that you have the ability to wire your brain in exactly the way that you want to wire your brain. And the reason you have this ability is something called neuroplasticity. So lots of people believe, and in fact, scientists believe until pretty recently, actually, that people think that your brain is hardwired. So you you think a certain way and that's it. You behave a certain way and that's it. You are taught certain things and that's it, right? But in fact, it's not actually hardwired at all. It is always adapting to what you are feeding it. It's never stagnant. And you can actually control the things you are feeding it and the way that it responds. So what's happening inside your brain is that you have 
neural connections in the ways that you think, your emotions, skills that you have. They're all these kind of roads in your brain. They're all these connections in your brain. And your brain is constantly strengthening and weakening those connections depending on which ones are being used the most. So the more you focus on certain things, those neural connections are being strengthened. And the less you focus on certain things, they're, it's, they're slowly weakening, right? So to give you an example of this, I used to be basically fluent in French. I wasn't fluent, but I was really good at it. <laughs> when, this is when I was in like year five or six. I was so good at it. You know, I lived in Vietnam, which we learnt French very heavily when I lived there. And I was really good. I could fully understand what people were saying to me. I could respond, probably not perfectly, but I could respond enough so that people would know what I was saying. And, but yeah, I was, I was pretty strong in my French. And my, when we moved back to Australia, I had the opportunity to continue to learn French and I chose not to. Oh my God, Douglas just barged into the room. I did it for a year and I like found that I was so ahead of everybody else and it was boring and I just didn't do it. I remember my mom was always like to me, you need to, you need to keep it up. You need to keep practicing. As I was like, no, no, it's fine. Whatever. Completely lost it. I have completely lost the ability to to speak and understand French because I didn't continue strengthening my neural connections. I didn't continue practicing my French. I didn't continue learning. And so those neural connections that were once so strong and so thick because I I stopped using those connections, I stopped following those paths They slowly, slowly weakened and weakened and weakened until they are basically non-existent now. I can say bonjour and that's probably it. (laughs) It's why people tell you if you are learning a new skill or you're learning something new, you have to practice. You have to revisit that thing many, many, many times before you are considered perfect at it or good at it because you have to strengthen the connection that your brain is making between that thing and your ability to do it. So this is important because of a few things. One is limiting beliefs. So if you have beliefs in yourself that are limiting, if you have self-doubts, if you have negative thoughts about yourself, if you have never negative thoughts about anything that you can't do something or you or you worry about something, right? Any limiting belief, you have the ability to remove those entirely from your brain. If you just stop yourself from strengthening those connections by thinking those things, you can actually weaken those connections and remove them entirely from your beliefs. And then on the opposite side, you are able to wire your brain to empower you. So if you have empowering beliefs, you have the ability to strengthen those so much that they just become a part of who you are. So it's important when you have limiting beliefs to catch yourself out and change your thoughts to empowering beliefs instead. What you're doing then is you're having this limiting belief and you're going to go, oh no, I'm not going to go down that path. I'm not going to follow that neural connection. I'm going to turn and I'm going to follow the empowering belief neural connection instead. And then what you're doing is you're weakening that limiting section and you're strengthening the empowering section. The more you do this, the more you repeat this, 
the stronger those empowering connections are going to be and the weaker the limiting ones are going to be. This is why repetition in the things that you're doing is so important. It's when I, you know, when I say affirmations, repetition is key. This is why, because the more you are telling yourself these things, let's say you have an affirmation that is, I am strong, really simple. I am strong. The more you repeat that affirmation, you're strengthening that neural connection in your brain. And the stronger that connection is, the more your brain is just going to believe that as a part of as being a part of you. So I love that. You have the ability to completely wire your brain to the way that you want it to be wired. Fact number two. Now, this isn't really like a fact. I just want to talk about something called the reticular activating system. So in our brains, we have something called the reticular activating system or RAS. And the reticular activating system is the part of your brain that deems things important. And the way that it deems things important is that it sees what you think about and how much you think about it and decides that if you're thinking about it often, if it's something that causes emotions or feelings in you, then it's important and it should be focused on. Now, have you ever decided that you love a certain car or you want a certain breed of dog and all of a sudden you start seeing it everywhere? It it happens all the time, right? I remember when I first was looking at my new car and I test drove the Mazda CX-5 and then all of a sudden every single person in the suburb that I lived in owned a Mazda CX-5 it seemed. When I wanted a sausage dog, I saw everybody with sausage dogs. When I got a sausage dog, I realized how many people also have sausage dogs, right? Now, this is happening because the world hasn't changed, right? It's not like you went and test drove a Mazda CX-5 and then all of a sudden every single person in the suburb that day went and bought one and the universe totally changed, right? What's happening is because you have been focusing on these things, the Mazda, the sausage dog, whatever you're trying to manifest into your life, because you are focusing on these things, your RAS is deeming them important. It's deeming them as important to you. And what it's doing, it's actually filtering things out of your reality so that it can show you these things more, so that your focus immediately comes to these things. The thing with your RAS is that it cannot tell if what you are focusing on is something good or if it's something bad. It's just going to see that it's something that you're focusing on. It's going to decide that it's important to you and it's going to filter out everything else so that it can help you focus on the things that you want to focus on. So if you focus on bad things happening, it's still going to deem that important to you and it's going to bring things into your reality that will help you manifest that thing into your life. Now, it's not like, it's not magic, right? So it's not it's not something in your brain that goes, okay, this person wants to Mazda CX-5 and abracadabra, it's all in their life now and that's how I am going to help them manifest it into their reality. No, that's not how habit works. Let's say you are, you are focusing on manifesting money into your life, right? And so what your RAS is going to do, it's going to deem money as important. 
and it's going to make you more aware of ways that you can manifest money into your reality. So if you are wanting to manifest money into your reality and you're kind of sitting down on the couch and you're on your phone and then an ad comes on the TV and it's an ad for, I don't know, someone is hiring, right? Oh, let's say, let's say, I don't know if you guys noticed how many like DoorDash ads were on TikTok lately. <laughs> but let's say you are someone who is trying to manifest a job or, or a way to bring in financial income, right? And you're sitting on the couch and you're scrolling through TikTok. And because your Raz has deemed making money important, what it's going to do is when that DoorDash ad comes up, it's going to activate something in your brain that says, oh, hang on, this is something we should focus on. Let's pause and watch this, right? Opposite, if, you are, if you're not focusing on money, if, you, if your brain doesn't think money is important to you, you're going to scroll through TikTok, that's going to come up, your brain's not going to trigger anything and it's not going to stop you from scrolling and you're just going to keep scrolling. So basically what the RAS does is if you deem something important, it's going to help you filter out things in your life that are not related to that and it's going to help you focus on bringing that into your reality. So it's important when you are having thoughts about things to try and identify those thoughts as to things that you want your RAS to deem as important. If you're thinking of things that you don't want all the time, you're still activating your RAS, right? It's still looking at what you're thinking about and going, oh, okay, that's obviously important to this person. Um, It can't tell whether it's good or bad. It just sees that you're thinking about it, so it's important. And then on the opposite side of things, right, if you're someone who avoids looking at their bank accounts, someone who avoids you know, you see a bill and you just like chuck it away, you don't kind of acknowledge money properly, then your RAS is going to deem money as not important. So it's never going to bring you, it's never going to filter out things to help you focus on bringing more money into your re, into your reality. Okay. Fact number three, which is kind of tied into the last one a little bit, but fact number three is that your subconscious mind does not know the words don't and not. It doesn't understand those words. So let's say, for example, you're talking to a child and they're, I don't know, climbing on top of something or they are pouring a drink and you say to them, don't fall or don't spill the drink or don't hit your brother. As a child, up until the age of seven, all you are is subconscious mind. So Children can't actually think consciously until they are kind of past the age of seven. So when you are saying things like don't fall, don't hit your brother, don't do this, the subconscious mind cannot pick up on the words don't or not. So what is actually going to focus on is fall, spill, hit your brother, <laughs> right? It's going to focus on the, the preceding words instead of don't. And it's probably going to make them more likely to fall, to spill their drink, to hit their brother. Think of it when I say this to you, think about what happens in your brain. So if I say to you right now, don't think of a blue duck, 
what happens? You think of a blue duck before you consciously go, oh, shit, I shouldn't be thinking about that, and then stop thinking about it. Because your subconscious, it does not know the word don't, so it's just going to pick up on the preceding words and focus on those first before your conscious mind comes into play and changes that around. So when you say things like you don't want to be broke or you don't want to be single, your subconscious is actually picking up on the words broke and single, and then your RAS is deeming those words as the important words. So your RAS is going to focus on, okay, the words broke and single are what we want. (laughs) So instead of focusing on things that you don't want, rephrase it. Instead of saying, I don't want to be broke, rephrase it to, I desire to be wealthy. I don't want to be single, I desire to be in a relationship. Change your wording. So whenever you think of, oh, I don't want that. I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want to do that. Try and rephrase it. Call yourself out and rephrase it because your subconscious mind is only picking up on those words that you're associating the don't and the not with. And then your RAS is deciding for you that that's what you want to focus on, broken single. Before we get into fact number four, I just want to really quickly talk about today's episode sponsor, Coastal Glowbox. Coastal Glowbox is a self-care box delivery service, which I think is just incredible for the current world that we're in. Basically, they're just here to make luxury self-care easy and affordable. They source the highest quality Australian-made skin and body products and bring them to you cheaper than retail price. Their boxes are made up of all Australian small businesses with a minimum of six businesses in the box at once. Handmade, natural, cruelty-free, high quality and luxurious. Prepare to relax, unwind and feel like the best version of yourself. Shop now at coastalglowbox.com.au and take 15% off using the code COLLECTIVE15. The link is in the show notes. Okay, fact number four. I love this one. (laughs) Your mind cannot tell the difference between what's actually happening and what is imagined. So I wanted to talk to you about an actual study to back this one up. In the 70s, there was a scientific study by Richard Sewin. He was a sports psychologist and basically he studied the Olympic skiers. He was able to use electromyographic equipment to basically hook the skiers up to this equipment and he got half of the skiers to visualize that they were skiing and half of them to actually ski. And what the equipment showed was that the exact same electrical signals in the brain were fired when the skiers were skiing to the ones that were actually just visualizing the skiing. So really what it's showing is that the brain can't tell if you if something is actually happening to you or if you're imagining something happening to you and it fires the same neurons as if it were actually happening to you. So this is important when we think about visualization. You guys know that I push scripting and I push visualization and how important they are because of this reason. You are actually 
wiring your brain into understanding what it would be like to actually have that thing happen to you. And those electrical signals are being strengthened inside your brain. I'll talk about another study. So there was another study with an exercise physiologist. He conducted an experiment that involved four different groups of people. So what the experiment was, was he was measuring muscle growth in the pinky finger as well as their elbow flexor muscles. And he did this for over 12 weeks. Now, group A was told to flex their finger muscles using only their mind. So they didn't actually move their finger muscles whatsoever. They just visualized flexing their finger muscles. Group B was told to mentally flex their elbow muscles. So same thing, just visualize flexing their elbow muscles. Group C was told to do nothing. And group D was told to actually flex their pinky fingers. So they were actually doing the movement. Now, when they had the results 12 weeks later, group A, the group that was only visualizing, had a muscle mass increase of 35%. Group B, who was visualizing flexing their elbow muscles, had an increase of 13.5%. So both of those groups actually did nothing physical. They just visualized that they were doing it and they had muscle mass increase. Group C who did nothing had no changes and group D who actually flexed the muscles had a 53% increase. So a higher increase than actually just visualizing it, obviously, because you're actually doing it but still the groups that were just visualizing flexing the muscles still had an increase. How freaking incredible is that? So this is why visualization is so important because you are strengthening the neural connections in your brain as if it was already happening to you. So when you visualize something that you desire, you are strengthening the neural connections in your brain and helping that to become your reality. I love that one. That one's incredible. (laughs) And then the last one I want to talk about is something called the Rosenthal effect. So number five is the Rosenthal effect. And basically what the Rosenthal effect is, it's that expectations and beliefs that one has actually influences and affects outcomes. So there was a study by someone, Rosenthal, (laughs) great fact checking here. And his study was actually on mice. So what he did, he got a bunch of mice. There was absolutely no difference in the group of mice that he got. It was just a random bunch of mice. He split the group in half. He gave, let's say for example, it was 10 mice. So he gave five mice to five scientists and he told those five scientists that those mice were so, they were clever. They were so smart. They were so intelligent. They were super mice. And then the other five mice he gave to five other scientists and he told those five scientists that those five mice were incredibly stupid. They were really disappointing, okay? So he set these expectations and beliefs in these scientists about these mice that five of them were spectacular and five of them were incredibly unintelligent. 
And so he let the he let the scientists train these mice and for a few weeks they worked with the mice. And after these few weeks, after working with, you know, the mice and training them, they all put them all in a maze. Now, just remember, there is no difference in these mice. There's no smart mice. There's no stupid mice. <laughs> They're all the same. And they put all of these mice into a maze. Who do you think nailed the maze? The mice that were believed to be intelligent nailed the maze and the stupid ones didn't finish. <laughs> and it's all because of the expectations and beliefs that these scientists had on these mice. Because when you have expectations and beliefs on something, your body language to them is different. The way you treat them is different. The way that you interact with them is different. And all of those things are going to to lead to the results. All of those things are going to change the way that these mice live their life. All of a sudden, the way that these scientists have treated these poor mice is that they're stupid and they're unintelligent. And then that's what they've become. So this is so important for the expectations and beliefs that you have on yourself. If you think that you can't do something, you won't be able to do something. If you think that you are something, then you're going to you're going to be that person because you've already set that into your identity. You've set those expectations and beliefs into your identity. And I I find this so fascinating because it really makes you look at the way that you treat people. It really makes you look at your beliefs of people and your expectations of people and it really makes you understand why they behave the way that they do. I don't know if it's just me, but this is like, uh, this is huge. I think this was a really big one for me because it it can influence anyone, not just, you know, a, a lot of people think about children and think about younger people around you, but it can influence anyone. And I know, especially in a relationship that I have, the way that this person behaves is a lot to do with the beliefs I have of them and the expectations I have of them. The way that they show up to to the relationship between myself and them has a lot to do with, you know, the expectations that I set, the belief that I have that they're not good enough, right? So it is so important to not only look at the way that your expectations and beliefs might be projecting onto other people, but most importantly, on yourself. So that is all I have for you today. I hope you guys like that. I love that stuff. I'm sure you can hear the difference in my voice between the start of the episode and now I have a ginormous headache because I'm just expressing so much emotion (laughs) and I just need to rest. So I hope you guys loved that. That's a little bit of what you can see that is going to be included in my course, all of that stuff to help you really understand how to wire your brain and how to control and 
create the world around you. If you loved this episode, I would absolutely love if you could share it with a friend who you think would love it too, as well as leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you are following on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and come and join the beautiful community in the closed Facebook group, The Emrose Collective, as well as on Instagram at emrose.collective. I will talk to you next week. 